Welcome to the Essay for FAs Retirement Advisor podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is whether retirees and which retirees will have time to see their stocks recover. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to premium subscribers are an incredible value-add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. In an article last week, Bloomberg columnist and financial advisor Nir Kaiser discussed questions he's seen a lot of lately. His second one is especially pertinent for this audience. Will retirees have the time to see their stocks recover? He says the answer is most likely yes. I'm not so sure about that. Kaiser offered some statistics meant to be comforting. Let's take a look. He notes that of the 10 post-war U.S. bear markets, excluding the current one, it took 3.9 years on average for the S&P 500 to recover its previous high. The median market cycle was just 2.7 years, and in half of these occasions, the market recovered in two years or less. These relatively short time spans are meant to encourage the thought that retirees can survive this crisis. That is certainly possible, but unless his use of the word retiree was a typo and he really meant pre-retiree, then I would say the assurance that retirees will manage requires a huge asterisk. If this bear market fits within the historical range of experience he suggests, then survival, by which I think he means the ability to come out of this with a standard of living similar to the one we entered with, requires that the retirees have an income they can live off of for these 3.9 or 2.7 years, so that they can avoid drawing down their investments at a time of loss. However, it would seem that retirees tend to be weighted toward risk. It's hard to get precise data on this, but it is well known that the standard target date funds, which are the default workplace retirement plan investments, arrive at retirement with 50 to 55% of their investments in stocks. What's more, Fidelity, which analyzes the portfolios of the 30 million retirement accounts it manages, found that boomers in particular, who are on the cusp of retirement, are the group most likely to take excessive risk. According to Fidelity, 38% take excessive risk, as judged by the allocation Fidelity itself recommends for that age group. Mind you, though, that Fidelity's recommended level of equities for those close to retirement is very aggressive with a 59% allocation to stocks for a 60-year-old, based on its target date strategy glide path. That means that 38% of Fidelity investors are amping up the risk beyond a 59% allocation to stocks, including 8%, the firm says, are 100% in stocks. Now, stocks are a great thing to own. I'm not suggesting otherwise. What I am saying is this. 
Retirees should come to retirement with income they can live off of during a down market and recovery period, be that near Kaiser's average 3.9 years or as median 2.7 years. The most conservative investors would want six years worth of guaranteed income. This is based on a UBS simulation of post-war worst-case scenarios in each of the key areas of a market downturn. The initial plunge, that's the stage we're currently in, a period that has gone on as long as three months. The plateau period, where values remain low, which has lasted as long as 22 months. And the recovery to the pre-crash peak, which has lasted as long as 49 months. Investors seeking to weather this sort of worst-case scenario would want 74 months of cash, which is six years and two months. Returning to Nir Kaiser's reassurance that retirees will have time to see their stocks recover, he could be correct if retirees experience a severe bear market at the end of their retirements, after their portfolios enjoyed a long and profitable run-up, as I detailed in my podcast about sequence of returns risk last Wednesday. But if Fidelity's data are indicative, then most current new retirees will have difficulty recovering, and the key reason why is what I see as a common and fundamental flaw in investors' thinking. The thinking is that stocks are better because they earn more than other investments, and more of a good thing is better, right? Pre-retirees catching up with where they should be are especially apt to invest aggressively. The problem with this, quite simply, is that excessively aggressive investing is not an all-weather strategy. It bears the risk of insolvency at periods like the present. And thus it is high time people make not just growth an investment objective, but stability too. Just as doctors are instructed, first do no harm, so too financial advisors must educate their clients that protecting against the downside, ensuring there is no crisis from which their clients won't survive, must be the first objective in retirement planning. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors to keep this FA project growing. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.